you're at the internet square table. Hello? Welcome back to another episode of Square Hello? Hi, is Miss Mabel there? I'm looking Hello? for Mabel. This is where we give advice and ask about life. <clears throat> I don't think anyone's it's listening. Your boy, I don't AKA think anyone's listening. The Darren Mullen MSW. MS um, motherfucking W. Round of applause, please. I am joined today by uh, two individuals who do not hold a master's in social work. Um, Josh Lee and uh, DJ Shay. I'm getting one though. Not in social work. I don't work. hold I don't hold a master's in social work. And it's free ninety nine. But, Books but I will hold a master's in about six months, okay? Heard, as yeah. long as I can make it through the next three weeks of yeah. my life. Because when I tell you, I'm fucking struggling, dog. Yeah. Okay. Why are you struggling okay? so bad? Is it Bro, this shit is hard. A lot of reading, a lot of writing. Yeah. I don't know why okay. I ever thought Mil- Million dollar question a- Million dollar question Is it what? worth what? the money? Uh, I don't pay for it so Oh see <clears throat> in that case Then the answer would be yes It is definitely worth it the absolutely money Absolutely worth the it money ain't, It ain't your money I'm not paying for it But I, I'm gonna do this right Alright so let me <clears throat> Let me come yeah, back okay. in here Alright 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 all right. Welcome back to another episode of Square Table This is your boy Dan Shea I'm here with Demo, The master of social work Alright And Josh Lee The master of uh, uh, Being a police being officer a, And, and being beating a, up uh, on See the thing is I've switched jobs since then Beating up on black people I just I just Cause I, I don't know I if do you guys know this or not now. I do federal I don't know if you guys know that or not so. But like Josh is an op. Police officers, whether they are black or white, are in in their brain. There's something that like clicks neurons. Once they put the badge and the gun on, it's like they got to beat up black people. So even black cops beat up black people. You know, this is Josh. How many many black people have you hit over the head with a billy club? This has nothing to do with today's topic. This one time <laughs> I was working and this black dude was drunk as hell driving around and he he gets pulled over because he's fucking swerving. It's two o'clock in the morning. He's on base, whatever. And, you know, he gets pulled over, of course. They do a breathalyzer, drunk as shit. He can't he can't follow the finger with his eyes. He can't walk the line. Nothing. And so we're I can't like, follow the finger with my eyes or walk the line when I'm sober. OK, that's why we have a breathalyzer. Anyway, he, gets, he, he starts yelling. I show up. You at the end anyway. Yeah, I, it was yeah. wasting both of our times. Well, don't don't drink and drive. I don't understand why that's like. <laughs> no, he was about to tell us how he beats up black people too. Well, okay, no, yeah, I didn't so beat him up, and he didn't get beat up at all. But he tried to kick his way out of the patrol car. He busted one of the doors on the inside. Then he got to the jail, and he kept kicking the gate, trying to get out he was like bro bro how you just how you gonna do this to me man you gonna arrest me i know i'm drunk but like like you gonna arrest me we black you my brother we brothers and i'm like huh. yes and you arrested him I, that I'm, sounds like a fun I, night i can't help I'm, you dog like you just told me you were drunk you were seen driving you're the only person here and then you tried right. to run off to run home like what all you right, doing? all right all right so I, let, I just want to say i think this was the worst introduction we've ever done on the square table but it's cool <laughs> Because we're all back together again. In a way. Um, in a way. In a way. Right? Darren's over there. Anyways. Mastering the world. 
He's mastering the world. The last Josh is mastering his baton, and I'm just here in a space. Not mastering shit. Shay arguably is on drugs right now. But I, I um, so, so last time we met, we had we talked about friendsgiving and things that white people messed up. Um, and you know, it's funny. Most people didn't even realize that we dropped the episode. And then, like, someone the other day was, like, cussing me out because they were like, y'all just don't never post. And I was like, but we posted, like, a week ago. And they were like, thank you. (laughs) Angrily? They angrily said thank you? Yeah, like, thank you. tired of y'all stuff. (laughs) You're welcome. You mad but happy at the same time? Right. Things that white people have messed up. We forgot to say that they put raisins in the collard greens, man. That shit gross. I don't know why they do it. That shit gross. Can you imagine the amount of flatulence that causes? <laughs> yeah. What? Actually, there was one person that listened to the episode and they were mad at me because I was making such a big deal about hair and they were like, hair doesn't matter. And I was like, no, that shit matters to me. We had this really, it would have been an educational argument, but the person in the conversation wasn't very well educated. So um, there was only but so much we could go. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. That's my I'm only saying. Ra- raisins and collard greens. Like how how much farting was done at that table? I don't think anyone ate it reasonably. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat that. That's disgusting. And I like collard greens. Collard greens is actually arguably my favorite vegetable. Oh really? So. And then we put and then we put raisins in it. Come on, man. Yeah. So. so... That's a party foul. You know, my favorite, favorite part of us coming together. What was your favorite part? Is always, I'm glad that you asked, was gassing little Josh up on donuts and sugar, dog. That was literally my favorite part of all of Friendsgiving. He he would not, like when we had the big, big meal with everybody, he didn't eat nothing. He had powdered donuts, Coca-Cola, and whatever the heck else you gave him. Arguably, like that was probably the worst decision you could ever make, Darren. You gave you gave Josh like twelve powdered donuts. First of all, and two cups of Coca Cola. Like it was one cup of Coca Cola. He was on a and sugar. And it was six donuts. Okay. He was on. The he only thing he ever drinks is milk and water. Like that's high. it. Well, Bro, it was lit. He was up till like one thirty in the morning. He was. He was. But him being him being up like. When he goes to get in the bed, he won't get out because he's scared he's going to get his butt beat. So he'll just stay mm-hmm. in bed. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. My thing is, you don't have to clean up a grown man's poop out of a pull-up. From oh, he pooped on powdered himself? donuts and drinking Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. That's I the bad part. I didn't no, Josh, think about that Darren part, Darren doesn't Josh. have to do that because that's your job. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that part. It's his job to shit in a toilet. Well... I Maybe totally you should be mastering potty training. You know what? That's Remember that, task, okay? Bro. Remember that. Yeah. One day when you're trying to it's potty not. train a baby Darren, you will it's understand. It's not easy, dog. It's not easy. Mm. <laughs> For some reason, girls get it. It's just guys. They just don't. I don't. It's difficult. I don't know what else to tell you. It's difficult. He does pee pee by himself into the potty now, though. Kind of sprays a little bit, start. but. Yo, can we um what was My bad. what was first on the schedule today? Because we are not discussing anything we, we're supposed to. We are totally we are. We were think, we were wrapping up Friendsgiving. But no, yeah. so um since Josh is rushing us along in the interest of making the square table short, even though the people want us back, so I mean they want to know what we thought was great. Anyway, um 
I do have an ask for a friend or update for an ask for a friend. Yay. Uh, okay. All both right. of those both those relationships ended. So there's two people on the market currently. Uh, I forgot. What was the the first one was the uh... So we had a one the the person was drinking and they wanted them to stop drinking and they didn't know oh, if that was yeah, a big deal yeah, or not. The yep. Alcoholic, okay. They broke up. Uh, Alright. And then the, the other one yeah, and another one with the girl who uh, her boyfriend wouldn't stop following the girl on Instagram, stop talking to her, blah blah blah. They broke up too. I feel like that relationship needed to end. I'm sorry to say it that way, but Yeah. You can go and be free and enjoy your enjoy your single time. Yeah, so maybe ask for a friend one can meet ask for a friend two and then BAM We're back to Bro. the square table uh, Love connection. Exactly. Look at that. Bro, I'm Look really gonna God. put that together. I'm gonna like an app. Like the square Dog, table all, dating all app. All of the ask for friend failures. Yeah, we're just gonna put them in a dating app. Put them like, in all all in one room and we just have a, like ask for a friend speed dating. But you it's know not, what? They're not failures, I feel like okay. I feel like some people would show up just to see who these people are. Like, what do they look like? I would show up to see who they are because <laughs> I, I don't I don't know who they are. Like, it's fun. It's weird giving people advice and you don't know who the fuck they are. Like, so you're like, it's like you're giving you're you're giving blind advice. Like, all you know is the situation, but you don't know the person. You don't know anything about them. Yeah. You just know the situation and you give advice. So, like, I think it would be interesting to see all of the people that we give ask for for advice to. It's better that way. Um, Anonymity. It's, got, it's powerful. I do follow. I, I did. I will say though, I, I follow one of our ask for a friend, um, hello people on Instagram. <laughs> on, on well, Instagram. you better unfollow him. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I do not know what he's talking about. I was not an accomplice in any of this. I don't know what the. F- so if you want to cut somebody out, it's him. Okay, not me. Don't call me with that energy. I don't want that smoke. Shay All right. <laughs> Moving on. So today's ask for a friend, I thought it would be kind of lighthearted, right? Okay. But this person needs help. So, um, this guy's been dating this girl. I mean, maybe like a couple weeks, he said. They've been kind of talking um, kind of casually, and they've been trying to get to know each other, right? So he said the last time that they were out with each other, they were talking about, you know, hobbies that they have. Um, and the young lady told him that her hobby is she goes to cemeteries every place that she goes so every new city that she goes to she goes to cemeteries um and so he asked like what what are you doing at these cemeteries and she was like oh i try to find you know the oldest grave there or like i'd like to see like uh tombstones that have really interesting words to try to see what i could do or like what i want to put on my tombstone nah so he 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 told her that was weird and she was like oh i didn't realize that's not something that people do like she didn't think that that was odd so does she not have <laughs> friends uh i don't know so he's wondering like is this a red flag or do some people just have like weird things that they do i think some people just have weird weird hobbies that they do i don't i don't see nothing like i don't that's that's not like uh, i don't know i don't think that's crazy I, it's weird. I, I, it's definitely weird, and it's not the norm. Uh, but like, uh, 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 sorry, go ahead. Continue. <laughs> it's definitely weird. It is yeah. not the norm. But like, I mean, all she is is it's not like she's like going to great now. She just said like, yeah, I go to graveyards and I perform seances because I'm trying to you know speak Commune to the dead. With like, the, but don't that you think that's be, 
out don't, of control but like don't you think that's a gateway like maybe she's slow walking him to that like you don't bust that out in the beginning like oh i do seances you first you just say oh i visit them and then <laughs> you know the next time you're like oh i talk to the grave sometimes and then it's full-blown i'm trying to summon <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is right now she's just dipping her toe in to see how he reacts to that one and then it's yeah. like it's going to continue to escalate until one day they're going on a date and yeah she's like let's go to this grave and they're calling they're calling all the dead people from 1980 in the in the graveyard yeah. to have a or maybe yeah. it's kind of like a weird get out kind of situation where she takes him to the grave and then like replaces his soul with a dead one we're supposed to be giving good advice here on what it's Oh my bad. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 Not the second place. No. Get out. Oh so what do you think, Josh? What do you think? What is it? I think it's weird. I don't think okay, I won't say that she is weird because I don't know her, but her actions are definitely weird. And they should come with better explanation than this is something I like to do. Like, is this she's in the middle of the night going to graveyards and no, taking photos? Says, like, you don't graveyard Pinterest. You don't put that on your Pinterest. You have well, to. Well, apparently people do. I I guarantee you now. So after this episode, I'm gonna go to Pinterest and I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna like a graveyard enthusiast. And I guarantee you, there's a group of people who do this. I'm interested though. Um, I, so, I it. so, so, like, so. You guys are basically saying, you know, it's not something to be alarmed about. It's just something to be like, oh, that's so, odd. All right, here's the thing, right? I say, right, yes, that's a weird hobby. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that's, like, runaway criteria. Yeah. But, like, I think that's um, be very observant criteria. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a, like, that's weird. I'm going to pay attention to that. So, like, if you say, like, the next time she's like, yo, let's go see you know the psychic that summons the dead then i'd be like all right you know you're really into dead people that's creepy okay so first you go and you look at graveyards now you're talking about going to see people who perform you know rituals mm-hmm. what's next right like yeah. are you gonna want to you know get out of a casket for your our wedding like what like so you think like people now this might just be me being really like or being devil's advocate but don't you think people that like probably do voodoo probably you know that's where it starts because like i just feel like if i maybe this is something that lets me know that she does some things that maybe i'm not okay with but i like if i wait for it to get to that point there's already a voodoo doll made of me and it's a wrap by that point i'm already trapped so you think she might be in the voodoo i'm dramatic as hell today if y'all are wondering no i don't think she's just i don't think I did. I don't think that she's into voodoo necessarily. I'm just saying, like, I'm just being devil's advocate, really, to say, like, why? Like, there's no good reason why you do this, one. And two, there's no good reason why you do this. So I feel like if you have one extreme, not extreme, because I'm sure, like, there's something that I do that people are like, yo, that's weird. But, like, I feel like there's other things that you do surround that that's also gonna be like wow okay but unless I, I, unless she really does just go and she sees it i mean it's double-edged because i can't say it's weird that you're looking at caskets and tombstones and trying to figure out what inscription you want but at the same time say plan for your future people 
Yeah, but I feel like it's a lot different than, you know, planning a 401k and, you know, planning your tombstone at 30. Like, what the fuck? Maybe, but not really. Like, your retirement plan, your life insurance plan, your 401k. Like, you'll probably use some of that after you retire, but the majority but of that is going to get passed two, down. We're talking about fucking apples and oranges here. Don't Why can't fruit be compared? Those two, the, come on now. Like, it's a hobby. It's just weird, but I don't yeah. think it's like runaway criteria. So what? I, he, I, so so he. So what? He. What should he do? Whew. Um, it's kind of pay attention. Yeah. Be observant. If you start, you know, losing some hair and. And like you, you're one day you're walking down the street and your leg just gives away. Yeah. Maybe you might want to. She's collecting toe clippings of you, dog. Yeah. So. I think I think I'm with you on that one. I just kind of be observant. I was, I, I think that's probably the best way for it. But so this has me have this impromptu question. What's the weirdest thing someone's ever told you they do? Like a weird hobby someone told you they do. Mm, that's a good one. Um, I can't think. I don't. I can't. Honestly, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's like that really stands out. The weirdest hobby that someone says that they do. Mm. I couldn't tell you okay. either. All right, well, yeah, I think I don't, I don't deal know. with too many people that have weird hobbies. Maybe yeah. at the maybe by the end of the episode, you guys will have something. Well, that's all I have for the Ask for a Friend this week. Um, I know some other things were happening in the world um, the last couple of days, right? Absolutely. So if y'all haven't heard, right? Okay. My, my man, Mayor Meek Mill. <laughs> Does he even have a key to Philadelphia? Yeah. Mayor Mayor Meek Mill dropped dropped some hot some hotness some new hotness uh, this week with championships, bro. And I, I'm gonna be honest. I think I think in my opinion that this is uh, Meek's best piece of work to date. Um, Dream Chasers was I mean uh, Dreams and Nightmares was was hot and it had some bangers on it. But I think Meek stepped his uh, his his game up uh, another level with 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 championships like um not only is it number one on the charts right now streams and downloads and all that shit but i mean he's talking about some some heavy issues uh to include racism poverty um the criminal justice system and, and just a bunch of bunch of other shit like it's what's a little it's, it's it's heavier for uh for for you know the shit that me is used to talking about like he's just on a another level so honestly so meek had that jacked up court case right and went to jail for a little bit now Mm -hmm. he's out and he seems to have almost a new outlook in terms of what he talks about and uses his platform for is that yeah i wouldn't even say like he has a new outlook i would i would argue that he just he has a he's been given a platform to speak on some some issues that affect a lot of a lot of people particularly black and brown people um you know, with the way that the criminal justice system works and disproportionately targets and affects African-Americans and poor people, right? Um, people of color and people of a lower economic standing, right? Uh, and I, I think he's using his, his case and his notoriety to, um, to bring, you know, awareness to the issue, right? It's one, it's one thing for, you know, young black kids 
in the hood to hear the mayor talking about not not meat mill but like you know hear the governor the mayor or you know president talk about criminal justice reform you know we need to fix this and it's another one to hear your favorite rapper talking about like yo racism this, these this, these these uh police tactics and you know the way the criminal justice system you know affects people it just shit's real all right and it's something it's something we could do about it um so i, I think that he's using his platform in a in a positive way this time um which i think is really dope don't get me wrong there's still some club bangers on that john uh it's still some club bangers on that john but but i think just lyrically meek just talking he talking different and i think that's just dope and if you have if you haven't heard uh championships go check that john out man because it's some it's some some heavy tracks on there you know trauma oodles and noodles baby was free with rick ross and jay-z um, all them Jones. That shit. That shit. He even he even popped up and did a did a track with Drizzy on the on the John. He even popped up and did a track with Drizzy. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think it was a dope, dope, dope uh, piece of work from from my man Me. I don't okay. know what you think. I ain't listened uh, to it. Oh, damn. Shit. So I ain't got nothing to say. <clears throat> well, moving on, Darren. <laughs> oh man, you first of all, you have to play my man Josh like that. All right. Second of all, I mean, I've been listening to it right, kind of off and on. Really, I, I kind of. Well, I mean, I guess we'll get into it a little bit later. But you know, I, I kind of don't really mess with Meek like that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I was, I knew that it came out, but I wasn't really checking for it until everybody kept talking about this Jay Z. Um, verse. So I was like, man, let me let me see what it's about. So that's really what even brought me to the CD. You know what I'm saying? It was uh, a CD. It's archaic now, but the album, right? It's because <laughs> um, you know my man Jay Z was doing his thing. And so far, like I like what it's about. And I kind of, since I'm not a huge Meek Mill fan, like I can't really say that if this is in line with what he usually raps about, right? But I think that it's definitely more, the kids call it woke, right? I think it's more in tune with like what's happening in the world currently. Um, and, I, and I think that he's doing it in a way that, you know, it's challenging you to think. Um, and so I appreciate that. I but, mean, I think, he, oh, go ahead. But is that like, is that what how Meek usually gets down? Like, you know what I'm saying? Dream Chasers was lit, right? Because y'all thought I was finished. When I bought that Aston Martin, y'all thought it was rented. That's not that's not the same meek here, I don't think, right? It, it's it's not, and I, I think uh, you know, I mean, given like you know his experience, his experience when he dropped Dream, Dream Chasers, and his experience uh, after Dream Chasers came out, right? He went to, he went to jail, and he was he was looking at you know uh, a significant amount of time. Yeah. Um, and this was on a on a on a uh, violation of probation. Yeah. Of his probation that he had got when he was 18 years old yeah right so you, you talking about dream chasers came out a couple like two three years ago almost right mm-hmm. so he's he's 24 and he's looking at doing two to four years for a violation of his probation for something he did when he was 18 years old yeah right so i think i think we're Wait, looking at me how old huh how old is me Meek like 29 30 oh wow dang what am i doing with my life <laughs> hey, he like he like 29 30 or something like that. He like two, three years older than me or something. Um But uh 
right? He, I think he realized that even, you know I mean, you know, he, as a black man, he got all his money. You know what I mean, the criminal justice system could still fucking snatch you up, and That's your money don't really, don't money at that point don't, really, mean don't mean a thing, right? So his, I think his experience, his experience and his outlook on shit changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when he came back with this one, I think he was just speaking from a, a, a more experienced uh, point of view, understanding like that. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still a black man. Don't make no matter how much money I got. You know what I mean, this yeah. shit, the system is still still flawed, and now he's able to speak on that from um, his experience of, of you know serving some some time in jail off of you know uh, uh, something that I would argue was really really simple. You know, the, you know, say charges for what popping Willie's, mm-hmm. right? That's what got him. That's what that was his violation, right? <clears throat> Which is really, honestly, he talked about it, and he talked. Interestingly enough, he he uh, he was on CNN the other day, uh, and he was talking about how you know any other time he popped, he was out here popping willies. At the most, it was a traffic ticket, mm-hmm. right? At the most, traffic ticket. But this time, right? This time it was like a, a parole violation. You know, it was a, they got him with a misdemeanor or a felony or whatever, and now he's looking at going back to jail or going to jail for a, a significant amount of time. Right, and he talks about like how he had money and he was still going through this. So imagine how the system is affecting people who don't have money, right? Imagine how many people um, who are uh, low income or African American, Hispanic, Latino are getting caught up in similar situations and they don't have the money or the the platforms or the people backing them to come and, and, and you know get get them out of that situation. They're they're facing time. And, and really losing their freedom over over silly simple shit, mm-hmm. right? So I thought I think the album the album is definitely dope, mm-hmm. um, and definitely hits on some some real major issues, things that really are affecting um, people today. So mm-hmm. definitely definitely a different different approach okay. that we brought with this one. So uh, Joshua, Darren, as a drizzy fanboy <clears throat> do you think that it was appropriate that after Drizzy bodied Meek to then be on his album why, why not well I just I just feel like real beef like we not gonna be cool after this you know what I'm saying I feel like after Biggie and Tupac's beef I just that is the gold standard of beef if I don't <laughs> and I'm, we nah. not cool one day we can so, never be cool again that's bullshit because so, Jay so, Hov so, and Nas did it. But so Pac, yeah, but Ho- Pac and Biggie are like Angus, like fresh Angus beef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Meek and Drake was like, like a hot dogs. Ravioli. Yeah, like a but the whole the whole Pac and Biggie thing. Ho ho ho! Because the whole Pac and Biggie, if you can't you can't compare those beefs. Because the whole Pac and Biggie thing, it wasn't just it wasn't just Pac and Biggie. It was a whole fucking region versus a region. You had the East Coast versus Correct. West Coast. It was a whole uh, record is, label versus record label. So it was bigger this than is just Pac true. and Biggie. It started with Pac and Biggie, but that, that thing was bigger than Pac and Biggie. Yeah, this and is true. We, so Pac and Biggie, Angus. This is like Drake Cube and, and NWA. This is like, this. these are the gold standards of beef, okay? <laughs> but even, even Cube and NWA, right, they got, they, before Easy, before Easy, before Easy Check, 
Yeah, I mean, that's propaganda. I don't believe that actually happened. I think they put that in the movie so they didn't seem like assholes. Ah, uh, man, Cuban <laughs> easy. They, they, you know I mean, they, they squash their differences. No man, fast can, lead is the gold like, standard like to Jay-Z, beef tracks. Jay Z and Nas, right? You got Ether and a Takeover. Yeah, I mean, they they ended up on the same fucking record. Well, record label, that's label, because you know I mean? Nas and Jay Z's beef was never resolved. Arguably. They were equal the whole way through, so I think that's why they just decided to be friends. I just, I'm saying beefs can be squashed. Yeah, I mean, they can be. And they can be cooked up and ate. If I'm being completely honest, this whole rap beef thing, like, what? Why? I don't understand. Only beef that ain't been squashed yet is J, uh, 50 Cent and Ja Rule. That nigga is still that just the gold standard. Jump. 50 is just of beef. Petty. Okay. 50 is the <laughs> most pettiest dude I've ever seen in my life. That shit just won't go away. Like, why this did he buy out 500 standard, seats in the stadium bro. at the concert and then showed up to the concert and sat in the middle of all the empty seats? That wasn't real, man. Because on-site means on-site, okay? It doesn't mean, oh, but if we can make money, we're friends. No, dog. Y'all gotta be forever. It's, it's, it's just, business. It's business. Beef is good for business right. sometimes. If beef the money outweighs the beef, the, the only reason, win. you know, it's funny. The only reason I bring that up is because I was watching some interview with Meek, and he was talking about how he was having dinner with Jay Z and Beyonce and Nicki, mm. and then Jay Z was playing back to back, and everybody was looking at him like. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, and it's only funny because it's Jay Z and Beyonce, and I could just imagine Jay Z having the dumbest look on his face, like, oh, sh- oh. <laughs> my bad. This is it's the playlist, dog. It's the playlist. I don't. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to hit next, but you ran out of your skips on Pandora, so it's just like... <laughs> Title. Yeah, I'm sorry, hey, like... <laughs> Anyways, so I know today you guys wanted to talk about self-care, right? Yeah, man. And I think in honor of, you know, me having my MS Dibby, right? And Meek Mill doing that through his album... Um, arguably, I think the album was self-care for him, but I think that it's time for us to talk about it with the holidays coming in and um, you know cold weather. A lot of people start to get depressed, and I think it's something that is long overdue. So, for self-care, what do you guys think is some things that like you guys are doing in your lives, or um, you know you've heard or you've seen that you guys think is? So I'm gonna be honest. I'm oh, okay. I suck at self-care. Okay, say more. I got. I, I'm really bad at it. I'm horrible at self care, both the body, the mind, and the, the spirit. Um, I tend to put more more time and effort into my work than I than I do into myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason why I want to talk about it today, because not too long ago I was I was having a conversation um, with with some people, and it was just like you know we always want you know especially in my profession and, and kind of what you got. You guys do as well. You, you you give to others, right? Especially when you're a leader, or you're in a leadership position. Like you 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 give to others, right? You're always looking out for for others, um, and you're taking care of others. But we fail to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, and like, it's it's kind of like the, I think the analogy that was made was like it's like a, a glass, and the glass is is full, and you keep giving that liquid out. But you gotta replenish the glass, right? And mm-hmm. self-care is the way to replenish that glass so you can continue to give to others. Um, so every now and then you gotta give a little to yourself 
so that you can replenish the glass. Um, and I was just doing a little self-reflection, and I was like, damn, man, like, I don't do that. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't engage in self-care uh, effectively, which is kind of sometimes why I'm always feeling worn out and drained because I gave everything away and I have nothing left for myself. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like, there, there, you got to do self care in in different different ways, right? You got to take care of the whole the whole self, physical, psychological, emotional, personal, spiritual, and professional. You got to mm -hmm. have that balance, right? That 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 balance. Um, I mean, but I like we. Go ahead. It sounds like you go you you know a lot about it already, so it does I mean, so what is stopping you from doing it? Yeah, man, it's just not, you know, just not being intentional about it, right? Mm -hmm. Um uh, like I was somebody was was telling me it was like, "Well, you know, how do you perform self-care at work, right? Like, do you take a break during the workday?" And I was like, "No, not really." Um and it was like, you know, do you make quiet time for yourself to complete tasks? And I was like, "No." Not really. Uh, do you take breaks for lunch? And I was like, nope, not really. And they were like, why? And I was like, because I feel like when I'm taking a break, there's something else that I need to be doing. Right? Yeah. When I'm like in a quiet space, I'm just like not doing anything and I'm just taking a second to relax. Like there's always, there's a million things going through my mind. It's like, yo, I need to be doing this right now. Or I need to be completing this task. Or while I'm sitting here relaxing for a second, I could be doing, getting this done or working on this you know thing um so it's what well, it comes down to just like understanding that there's always going to be something else for me to do mm -hmm. no matter what <laughs> and then just taking that time for myself yeah yeah so like that that's what it, it's just a decision that i have to make i'm not making wow. the conscious decision to engage in self-care i know what it is but i'm just not I'm doing a bad job of making that conscious decision conscious decision to um engage in self-care what about you, Josh? Where you where you at with self care? Um. So I think I, the way that I look at self care is okay. it's something that I don't honestly believe you'll be able to always do it all the time or daily, for instance. So okay. my approach to it is that when I can, I make sure I do take care of myself. So, example, my previous job. Like it's it's balls to the wall. It's every day, morning to night. Like you're dealing with your own issues. You're dealing with issues that other people bring to you. You know, family issues of other people, and trying to solve problems for people. Mm -hmm. So when you get home, you like I don't feel like doing nothing. Right. And so that's what you end mm -hmm. up doing. And that can be a form of self care to some degree. Like that's your like. I'm I'm not gonna really look at my phone. If I am, I'm just doing mindless stuff like scrolling or playing Candy Crush. But in my current job, it's kind of changed to the point where I know that I can I can leave work between 4.30 and 5 o'clock every day. I don't need to stay late. I can show up to work on time and be fine. And so I make sure that regardless, unless something crazy comes up, I leave work no later than 5 o'clock every day. And yep. that time at the end of the day after work, I use to spend with family, whether that's us sitting on the couch watching tv together or that's us actually sitting around the dinner table you know eating and talking and not mm -hmm. sitting in front of the tv so like that's my form of self-care it, it 
whatever grounds you, I think is what we need to look at for self-care. So do what grounds you, do what makes you feel like, you know, some of the stress is taken off. So I don't think you can always do it throughout the day. Maybe you get, you can get five minutes and like do a breathing exercise or blank out your mind or something. But a lot of times for people that are in the workforce and people that are, you know, putting in extra work to try to get to somewhere or achieve a goal that they want to accomplish, you're not going to be able to do it. And so you have to trade off time when you can. I'd argue, I'd argue the opposite, Josh. I think there is, there is time to do it. You just need to, like, you got to be very intentional in um, making that time, right? I think that's what it comes down to. Um, so, like, all of those things that I, like, I just I just brought up about the things that I do. Like, how hard is it to actually just take a break from what you're doing and grab something to eat and just eat your lunch, like, in a, in a silence for 15, 15, 20 minutes, right? It's not, a, it's not an impossible thing to, to do. Right, you just gotta. You have to make time for it and and be intentional about it. Um, taking a you know a, a break during the day, a fifteen minute break, you know, just to clear your mind. Whether you you know step out back to just look at the air, the, the air, <laughs> look up in the sky, or just you know listen to some music for a little bit. You know, like those are you know professional self care things that you could um, do. Um, engage in a conversation with some of your coworkers, not about work, right? Like that could be um, an example of a way, you know, to do self care. And then you got the other ways, like you know, whether you uh, journal or you, you come home and you listen to music, uh, making sure that you eat regular meals, eat healthy meals, like all of those things go into um, self care. So it's not impossible to do. You just have to be. You have to be very, very intentional about where you take care of yourself throughout the day. But if you're not intentional, it won't happen. I think kind of where you guys are kind of talking about what you guys are kind of dancing around is boundaries, right? Um, I think if you have very firm boundaries with um, your self-care, what are you going to do and how long are you going to do things? It allows you that, that time that Josh is kind of talking about. Um, that he's, you know, kind of saying he doesn't have. Um, it's allowing yourself maybe just five minutes or 10 minutes, whatever, to release some of that, um, you know, some of that stress or some of that anxiety, whatever it is to make you kind of decompress and let some of that stuff that you're carrying go. <clears throat> Even if it's only for a moment, because that can make a difference. But, um, and then, yeah, I can understand that may, certain environments, it can be difficult for you to do certain things, but kind of the, some of the suggestions that, Shay Shay was, you know, kind of giving. You could definitely do in in any environment. Um, some things that people don't necessarily think about, but it it's helpful. Um, if you're one of those people that like likes candles, like scents, is something that calms you. Um, you know that self care doesn't necessarily have to be something that you are doing in lieu of what you're supposed to be doing. So like, if you have to do like a lot of work or whatever, um, and that's you know stressful for you maybe if you have a candle written at your desk or like one of those um not those oils you know those like oil incense they got now mm -hmm. you could have one of those yeah like that that could be helpful and and kind of what josh was saying was the grounding techniques like if there's something that grounds you um you know that that could be helpful and it, it really it's just 
what I kind of think about when I think about self-care is what's giving you peace of mind in the moment. Um, and I think a lot of times we're not very good at that. And I think a lot of times people think that self-care has to be something very grand. So they tend to just hold off like, oh, I'm going to work for six months, but I'm going on this cruise at the end of that time period. And that's my self-care. But I mean, you just kind of try to drag yourself through six months of just stress and you know anxiety um, and depression in a lot of times. And that's just, it's not helpful. Emptying out that glass, right? And yeah. never putting anything back in it. Yeah, that's actually a good analogy, man. I'm probably going to have to take that from you. But, um, and it's hard for people who are, you know, you're you're not a selfish person, right? If you're one of those people that is a giver, a lot of times it's hard for you to, to kind of separate that. Um, and I think sometimes people just assume that, you know, I'm okay, so I'm not doing anything. Um, and I think that's the problem, right? For at least for myself, I can you know I could say that you know self care is something that I do, sorta. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean there's some things that I do that like it, it definitely relieves some of the anxiety, some of the stress, some of the you know you know things that are weighing down on my life. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But I think that. I should be more deliberate about how I use them and how often, right? I think if you make a schedule, because um, you know most people, especially once you're an adult, you're really adulting, right? <laughs> when you have a schedule. Yeah, you, ha- you have some sort of schedule, right? You know that you're going to work at this time. You know roughly when you're going to come back. You're going to eat, whatever. But if you can you know, give yourself 15 minutes a day, even if it's just like mindfulness, like doing a little, you can do a guided meditation or just sitting, like you said, in silence for 15 minutes that works for you just something to kind of let everything go and be with yourself and that could be difficult for some people journaling (coughs) journaling is also helpful you know but you gotta there's a lot of things that happen to us as people and we just kind of we're just so used to being like oh it doesn't matter i'll get over it um and we don't ever really face it and then it comes up somewhere else in our life <clears throat> and unfortunately, in some cases, it hits us when it's too late, you know. Um, and so I think that self-care is definitely something that everyone should do. But do y'all have some like other suggestions for like self-care, like some things that you found is helpful? Because I'm all about being realistic, right? I know that people say do self-care. Um, I want to tell you all to go to therapy because it's helpful. But I mean... Not everybody's going to go do that. So um, what are some things that you guys are doing this, or have read about that you plan on doing that you think is helpful? So I'll tell you, well, uh, I take, uh, I started, I started taking uh, mental health days okay. at work. Yeah. Right. So like I, um, in the past, if I, if I took a day off of work, although I was home from work, maybe I was sick or whatever, I was still working. I wouldn't be at school, but I'd be at home grading papers, doing lesson plans. Like I couldn't let a whole day go by where I didn't do work. So like I already, I got I got me a scheduled mental health day coming up where I'm just gonna take the day off and I'm gonna I'm gonna relax. I'm not gonna do no work. And you know, that's that's some you know, physical self care for myself. Mm-hmm. All right. Um you could it, it it could also be you know rereading a, a book um or reading a book for my personal pleasure not for 
school or school, mm-hmm. right? Just re- reading the book that I want to read because I want to read it. Um, doing that. Um, you know, uh, what else? Reflection. Time. Time for reflection. Right. Thinking about you know where I, where I've been and you know looking at kind of sitting down and thinking through my goals and you know planning planning out where I want to go. Right. That could be that's that's helpful for the mind. It's always good to you know reflect on where you came from and then set goals for the future. Right. That does the mind a, a great service. Um, and then just try and try new things uh, whenever you get the opportunity, whether it be you know going to a new place to get some, you know, brunch or trying some new foods, a new drink, a new beer. That's my favorite thing to do. I like to try new beers. So whenever I go out somewhere or go to a different city or I travel, I like to try that city's, um, this, that city's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, their brew, <clears throat> um, yeah. their, their, that city's brewery, um, and see what their beers are like. So like, those are some ways that you can engage in like self-care. Um, little small things that you can do that aren't too hard, don't take a lot of time. Um, they can get get you through and help refill that that glass for you. Well, I think one of, one of the ones that you just said that I didn't realize I do that I use for myself is the reflection and future planning. Because to me, that's that's calming. So if I can sit down and talk through stuff, even though it might not be something that uh, the wife and I action for like another three years, for instance, Mm -hmm. but we sit down and we talk about it like, oh, this is awesome. Like right now we're looking at, you know, when, when do we want to buy a house? How do we want to buy a house? Where will we buy a house? What will we want it to look like? Stuff like that. Like to me, to me, that's calming. And because yeah. it's calming, I look at it as self-care because I'm like, yo, I'm, we're planning our future. We're making it, it gives something. gives you something to work towards. It becomes real. Right. So, like, yeah. we have a, we're, we're setting a goal. Mm-hmm. And so now everything that I do throughout each day, I look at how does this set me up to get to where I want to be? And if it's not setting me up, that keeps me on track. Right. You know, so if I'm on track, I feel like I'm being successful within my life, which gives me more positive outlook on everything else that's going on. And so sometimes we fail to look at what we're doing good and what we're doing right. Right. Mm-hmm. And we get stuck in this place where in our heads where, you know, everything's messed up. You know, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not where I want to go. When in actuality, like you are doing stuff every day. Yeah. Well, it's just minimizing the positive. Yes. But that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That sometimes that's what we do as a defense mechanism. It's not helpful at all. But <clears throat> um, some other things that I think that you guys should try and do, right? You ready? Mm-hmm. Hit me. Listening. Listen. All right. So journaling. Um, I don't know what it is about it. I before I really started to do it, um, I thought it was stupid. Um, but there's something about writing your thoughts down on paper um, that is, I guess. Symbolic in a way, but you're also you release it like you're letting it go, um, and that's where those thoughts kind of live. It's now on the paper and not something that you're ruminating about. So journaling is something that definitely I would suggest. Um, meditation, I another thing I was not cool with, but definitely helpful. Um, I would say if you guys have never tried um, 
even like something as small as deep breathing techniques i know josh kind of mentioned it before just kind of going through and there's a bunch of them you could google or pinterest or whatever you know walk you through them um and they're really easy it takes like maybe five ten seconds at times and you you know it kind of calms you mm-hmm. um i would plan you days <clears throat> and that sounds really stupid um but like sometimes we get so wrapped up in taking care of everybody else and making sure that everyone else is okay um, that we don't really do things for ourselves. So when I say plan a you day, I'm saying like date yourself. You know, take yourself out to eat, go to a movie, go um, splurge you know, a little just bit. Do something. On yourself. Yeah, do something you want to do for you, and don't really like worry about everything else going on. Um, unplugging from uh, technology, even if it's like five ten minutes a change game changer boy like you don't even know how often you're on your phone and how triggering that is in your life right um kind of like what shay shay was saying is when you step away when you're trying to step away from work because you're sick or whatever but people still have access to you end up doing things that you don't want to do but you're doing it anyway right absolutely and that's stupid like if you're home from work you're home from Be work because you said, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of what I mentioned a little bit earlier was boundaries, right? So setting a boundary that, you know, once you leave work, work getting left at home. Once you, you know, don't try to mix those things in your life because once you start taking work home, and I know it's really hard for some professions, but once you start taking work home, then, yeah, then work, home becomes an extension of your job. You know what I'm saying? And so you don't have a place where you're not working and you feel calm. Um, so I, I would advise against that. Um, scents, candles and stuff like that, game changers. Um, and it's something that can happen all the time. Music, certain kinds of music, you know, whatever's coming to you, whatever you like. Um, exercise, man, there's so many things that you could do to take care of yourself, just health in general. Um, I'm not one of those people that's gonna praise being vegan, right? But people that are vegan are living their best lives, okay? So I, I will, I will <clears throat> attest to that because it's a, <laughs> You really do feel different. I'm not vegan. I'm not vegetarian. Yeah. I still eat meat, but like I, it's very small portions, and it's not every day that I eat meat. So like, if I do, it's like fish, or chicken, or yeah. shrimp. Outside of that, like I don't really eat a whole lot of meat, and you really, you really do feel better. Yeah, just your health is definitely. I think that's a that's a big thing for me. Cause I I be honest with y'all, I eat I eat fast food seven days a week. I believe it. Mm-hmm. Like I I have not I have not, and it's not because I can't cook, because I can cook and I can cook very well. I just don't have to, I just, when I come like Josh said when I come home, I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. I don't, don't feel like I don't like it's like I can. I know I got grace and papers tonight. I can take a a quick nap. Yeah. Right quick. That's not. And good. eat some Wendy's. Or I can spend an hour and a half prepping some food for the night, right? And getting ready to, and cooking and having a decent meal. And 10 times out of 10, Wendy's or Popeye's or the Chinese store or pizza wins, yeah. right? And I take that nap and I just wake up and call, you know. So like eating healthy is one thing that I want to get back to. I'm actually, you know, eating regular, regular healthy meals. Meal um, prep, stop yeah. eating all this unhealthy ass fast food. So I getting fucking diabetes and cholesterol at 37 yeah uh, that's, that's what I'm trying to stay away from so um, kind of kind of where I wanted to take this because this is definitely an ongoing conversation but what I wanted to kind of 
leave you guys on is that for self-care, right? Sometimes you get depressed and you don't really know it. <clears throat> because a lot of times you may say something stupid like I woke up the wrong side of the bed or I just feel off. Um, and that's kind of the some of the first signs that you're going to see of depression, right? You start sleeping more often and stuff like that. Self-care is so important because because this is something that happens to people all the time, especially with the winter and blah blah blah. We, we forget about ourselves and then we you know we have people that you know end up taking their own lives during the holidays or you know end up in some really dark places so um two things self-care take care of yourself um and make sure you check on your loved ones man and if you're not doing anything hopefully you took something that we said or you know go on google find something that you can do that works for you um Hit us with the hit us with some of the things you guys do for your own self care. Like, does it, however small you think it is, if it impacts you, there's a high probability that it could impact somebody else and help them. I tell you what, masturbation is probably one of the best self care. Releases those endorphins, bruh. Them endorphins get flowing. <laughs> Woo boy. Uh, you're like it's monday i'm about to light some candles boy (laughs) (laughs) anyways find find the right video on (laughs) porno takes like an hour for a five minute engagement anyway so i like to end the show on an unpopular opinion Josh had the, the before before we before we get there okay, before we okay. get there okay. I do want to say so if you're not if you don't know like what you where you stand on your your self care um or where you stand as to giving yourself self care right just go on like Darren Josh said go on Google right go go take a self care assessment right yeah. um those are those are available all across the interwebs right go take a self care assessment and see where you're at as far as um, self-care and look at some things that you're strong in and look at some areas in which you can you can improve your self-care right and see what what's out there what different tips or um, strategies you can use to improve your overall wellness uh, in your in your life so I just want to leave y'all with that but moving on to what you were saying okay so the unpopular opinion for this week um, for episode, what is it, 58 we are right now? 59? I don't know. Something like that. Is that Kevin Hart should... Episode 2. Okay, episode 2. Kevin Hart should not have to apologize. Hell he no, should. he shouldn't. He should for not. his old tweets. Is that, Even is though he un- already is that did. Is unpopular? But is that an unpopular opinion? Well, I think I, it is because... I think because... that's the popular opinion. He's, he's already apologized. Well, he, he apologized. Hold on. The apology, the apology that he gave really wasn't an apology, though. Well, I mean, so that's not on, that's not that's not here no there. The reason I don't think he should apologize is because the reason that the apology is being asked for. You know what I'm saying? Like to run, to do the Oscars, who cares? Like that, I don't feel like I feel like it's apple and oranges at this point. Like, you, and fruit should be able to be compared. So let's say apples and like pears, pears. No, like 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 grass. Like anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like. I don't understand like why that's something they would bring up because it's not something that he said recently, um, and he has definitely said some other things as of late that I feel like could be used against him, but it's not. And so I think that 
yeah, he sh- there's some apologizing that should take place, but not for that. I don't think. And I think that's my, my unpopular opinion. And I really, I I kind of wanted to ask you guys. So comedians, I've been seeing this conversation kind of happen on Twitter, and they you know say that comedians are a place where you can say sitting, those things. Yeah, you should be able to say those kind of things and it not matter. But I remember when the guy from Seinfeld was calling people nigga in the uh, crowd and they called for him to, uh, he'll never do stand-up again, right? Seinfeld. So, this is funny, right? We talk about comedy, right? And, uh, like, how, you know, comedians, you know, making jokes and things like that. I was out. I was out last night, and I was around some some friends, some some army friends. Yeah. Oh. Right. And I, they were asking me like, what, "What do you what do you miss about the army?" And I was like, "Man, I miss the humor." Yeah. You know, I miss that like I could be in a group of friends, whether white, black, Hispanic, um, Asian, and we can be in a group and we can make jokes about each other, race jokes on race and different everything, and like it was no. Like, it, we understood it was a joke. We were joking, right? Like, and I think that comedians, like, there, there's a something to the art of comedy about making jokes about Sensitive things, topics. About, about different topics in life, whether yeah. that be race, religion, sexuality. Like, that's what comedians do, mm-hmm. all right? And if you can't make jokes about, you know, life, mm-hmm. if you can't laugh at life, then what the fuck do you got? That's that's the thing. When comedians make and write the jokes that they write, because they're based in some type of fact. So when they talk about, um, you know, police brutality and other stuff like that, they spin it to make it comical. But at the same time, they're bringing awareness to it to everybody. They're like, we laugh because we can identify with what they're saying, even though we know it's messed up. And and to speak to what Kevin Hart, what he said, yeah, right? That was not. Think about was a joke, though. Think about think about what what the, at that the what how society mm-hmm. as a whole viewed the, the 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 topic that he was discussing at that time. Yeah, right. right? You, you, you know the joke. That you, okay, can say, I'll play the joke. Here's the joke. Here's the joke that Kevin Hart is now in trouble for. I got a lot of fears as a parent. I'm gonna tell you guys one of my biggest fears. One of my biggest fears is my son growing up and being gay. That's a fear. Keep in mind, I'm not homophobic. I have nothing against gay people. Be happy, do what you wanna do. But me being a heterosexual male, if I can prevent my son from being gay, I will. Now, with that being said, I don't know if I handle my son's first gay moment correctly. Like, every kid has a gay moment, okay? Every kid. But when it happens, you gotta nip it in the bud. You gotta stop it right then. Hey, stop! That's gay. It's quick. No. I don't know. I don't know if I handle my son's situation right. Okay? He's at a birthday party, right? My son had a birthday party. He's playing. You know when kids play, they just play. You don't know what they're doing, but they're having a good time. They're just doing a bunch of stuff, right? They're moving around. I said, okay, he's good. I finished talking. I turned back around to check on my son again. A little boy was grinding on my son's ass. <laughs> He was like this. I, I didn't know what to do. I panicked. I knocked them both down. <laughs> hey, what's going on here? What kind of party is this? Huh? What kind of party is this? What's going on here? This lady came out. She was like, what are you doing? They kids, let them play. I said, well, you show me another kid getting fucked in the ass and I'll calm down. 
My son had on corduroys. That's why I had an attitude. Because I didn't see it. I heard it. All I heard was ruh, ruh, ruh. I said, what the? Who the hell is playing cards? What is that? Is somebody shuffling cards? They're too young for spades here. <laughs> the thing that pissed me off, here's what pissed me off, man. I was eating a buffalo wing when it happened. <laughs> I should have dropped the wing and ran over there, but I licked my fingers first. I, I didn't mean it. I said, hey, boy. Is it the joke or his tweets? It was some a joke tweet. that he made at one of his stand-ups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I thought it was also some tweets. There uh, were, some, there were yeah. some tweets, too. <clears throat> that was but, in response to yeah. the joke. The, the, the joke? Uh, yeah. Okay. And so, the, like, the joke... If, yeah, you just heard the joke, and it's it's not... Like, I guarantee you, everybody that sits on the Academy board or whoever the hell does the nominations and picks who's going to host and whatever, whatever, I guarantee you that they laughed at the joke. So here's the thing, though. They, we, we didn't... Nobody's making Eddie Murphy apologize for Delirious or... No, for for raw, but because like, he's supposed to be hosting. These I think awards. I think what it comes down to, and I don't think anybody, any other comedian would have to apologize. I'm gonna be real. I think it's that it's, it's Kevin Hart. Kev, fuck him. And, I'm with you. And that's 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 the issue. That their issue is not with what he said. The issue is with Kevin Hart hosting the the Grammys. That's the but, underlying issue. I mean, that the they Oscars, will not or whatever say. the fuck it is. Who cares? I don't watch the shit anyway, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't. Um, Correct. So I'm just saying, Kev said, "Fuck it, I'm not apologizing." He said, "Fuck y'all, I'm not apologizing." So I stand. With, I'm cool so with the that. square table stands with Kev. Ooh. So square table stands with Kevin Hart. I didn't say that I stand with Kevin Hart. I just in this instance, I don't. Kevin Hart. <laughs> I don't think does, he has to apologize. He does stand, some things that I don't. I stand five foot like. two with Kevin Hart. <laughs> anyway, uh, so where you can they find you standing with Kevin Hart? Where can they find you standing with Kevin Hart? You can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, I don't know. He never remembers his, his IG. Is. Never. Not one time. Changes, like no. It's, it's D underscore J six. So you can find me on Instagram and yo, 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 I'm back on Snapchat. Oh. Yes. At D dot rain six. So that if you want to like me on Snapchat too. No um, females presenting nipples in the Snapchat, please. That's Ooh, funny you say that. Hey Josh, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me at the Square Table 3.0 on IG. Cause I don't check my personal one, so He doesn't. He uses <laughs> it like it's just, his personal one. I'd be like, what is happening? Like why is Glenn talking about the kids? Like, what? I think it's funny when people message and I get to it before you do. And so they, they have no idea who we're talking to. Anyway, you can find me at dmullen too, and anywhere else you want to find me on the street, on the thing. Before we go, I want to say thank you to everybody that, you know, is showing love for me graduating. I want you all to keep that same energy in a couple years when I open my own private practice so that y'all could get your butts in seats. And I can make that money. Feel me? Keep that same energy when I graduate, too. No, 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 no. Have less energy there. All right. <laughs> we'll City see you squalor. next time. Holla, City of Squalor. Hello? Hello? Oh. Did this nigga hang up? Did y'all hang up? Hello?